0: Good evening. It's time once again to return to those exciting premiere days of radio as KRLD presents the thrilling adventures of the Green Hornet. What Green Hornet?
1: He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure, Paid in Full, the Green Hornet Strikes Again.
2: We'll begin tonight's exciting story in just a moment. At one time, the Federal Land Bank could offer a rural home loan only to farm families, but now the Land Bank's lending authority has been broadened. Many more families, including qualified non farm families, are eligible for a rural home loan and its long term, low cost advantages. Now, who is eligible? Generally, it's a family that now lives on a farm or plans to live on a farm. It's a family that wants to live on open country acreage away from the city. In some cases, it's a family that wants to live in a town of less than 2,500 population. Check with a local land bank association to see if you qualify for a rural home loan. A Land Bank Rural Home Loan can be used to buy a home, build or remodel, or to refinance an existing mortgage. Remember, the Land Bank now makes a rural home loan to farmers and non farmers alike. Come to the Land Bank for a long term rural home loan at reasonable cost.
1: Federal Land Bank of Houston, Post Office Box 2649, or see your local Federal Land Bank Association. A young lady entered the office of the Instant Loan Company and approached the cashier's desk. Do you want to make a payment, miss? No, I...
3: That is, I'd like to speak
1: to the manager, please. Oh, sure. Well, uh, that's him over there, Mr. Sedgwick. Thank you.
3: Mr. Sedgwick?
1: Yes, I'm Mr. Sedgwick. What can I do for you?
3: I... Well, I wanted to talk to you about a payment that's due today. You see, I... Uh, come into my office. We can talk there. All right.
1: Sit down, Miss, uh... Wellston. Alice Wellston. Yes. Yes, Of course, I believe I remember you. Uh, Do sit down. Thank you. Now, what is it you want to see me about?
3: It's about a payment on a loan. It's due today. I have only two more to make, including this one.
1: I see. Well, it isn't necessary to see me about it. Just go to the cashier's desk That's just
3: it, Mr. Sedgwick. You see, I... Well, I can't pay it today.
1: Mm, that's not so good. Uh, just a minute. Uh, yes, Mr. Sedgwick? Bring me the contract signed by Miss Alice Wellston. Right away. Yes, sir. Uh... Of course, Miss Wellston, we make our loans in good faith, and we expect our well, clients
3: I to... to pay it. All I want is a few days, Grace. I
1: see. And when could you make the payment? This is Wednesday.
3: I can bring it in Saturday morning without fail.
2: Here's the contract, Mr.
1: Sedgwick. Uh, Thanks. Let's see now. You borrowed $200, putting your car up as
3: collateral. That's right. I've made all the payments, including the interest, except two. I'll have the entire loan paid off by next month.
1: It's a little unusual for us to extend the due date, Miss Wilson. But in your case, I think we can make an exception. We expect your payment on Saturday.
3: Oh, Thank you very much, Mr. Sedgwick. You can count on it. I appreciate
4: your kindness. Not at all, Miss Walston. Goodbye. Goodbye.
3: I'll be in Saturday.
1: Mm -hmm. What's cooking, boss? Joe, is Lenny back there with you? Yeah, he's right here. Good. Now listen, there's a girl just leaving. You and Lemmy Taylor, and the minute she leaves her car, snatch it. Take it over to the used car for a quick sale. I get it. we will have to move fast before she
4: drives away. We'll get right after, boss. Uh-huh. <laughs> Won't Miss Wellston be surprised? To snatch that car, what are we waiting for? Stop yapping, yep Lenny. We gotta wait till after five o'clock when the office is closed before we snatch it. As soon as I make it legal. Oh. Well, look. She's making another stop. It's after five now. Yeah, we'll grab it this time. As soon as she goes into that store there. We'll be behind her car. Right. <laughs> I have a duplicate key to her car said we made her leave it when she borrowed on it. I'll drive it. You can phone the tow car. Okay. Tow car. Will make people think we're from a garage.
3: Wait a minute, there. What are you getting in my car for?
4: Uh, look, sister. We got orders to bring in this car. See, I'm from the loan company. So you better not set up a squad. Oh,
3: but there must be some mistake. I.
4: There ain't you... no mistake, see.
3: You can't take my car. I'll call a policeman in and... you
4: You know what's good for you. You'll keep your mouth shut, see? i got Sure. And it works, too. Take my advice to stay away from the cops. Okay, Lenny. Follow me in that two car. Sure. You get going. I'll be right behind you. Oh,
3: wait a minute. Let me phone Mr. Sedgwick. I'm sure he'll.
4: <laughs> Sedgwick told us to get this jalopy, sister. And I'm getting it right now.
3: No, don't. Wait. Come back. There...
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, no, miss. Is there anything to ask
3: her? My car. No. No, it's all right, thank you. Well,
1: what about your car? Did somebody steal it or
3: something? Maybe we'd better call the car no, and tell you... No. Please, uh, I... would rather you forget the whole matter. I think you just the same. Hmm.
1: Now, what do you know about that? I could have sworn there was something funny going on here. A short time later, Oxford was telling Brick Reed, young publisher of the Daily Sentinel, about the incident. And a tow car pulled right out behind the car the guy drove away in. The poor girl seemed scared to death, Reed. And she wouldn't have anything to say about it, eh? That's right. You know, I could have swore as I started toward him that I saw a gun in the guy's hand. Then he got in and drove off. Hmm. Sounds to me like another one of those JIP loan companies snatching a car for non payment. Come on with me. Sure. Where are you going? To the city room. Miss Case, I'm going down to talk to Gunnigan.
2: All right, Mr. Reed.
1: Oh, uh, do you have that list of loan companies? The one I asked you to make up the other day. Yes, sir. I have it right here. Here it is. Oh, thanks. I'll take it along. If I get any calls, Casey, put them through to the city room. Okay, Chief. (laughs) Uh, Think you're funny, (laughs) don't you? What do you think? Boy, that's what. (laughs) Come on, I in that case you think she's smart. I tell so, her to take us on one of these days. <laughs> she's not to do Hello Chief. Uh, Hi, Chief. hi Chief. Oh, Gunnigan. do you have a minute?
4: Sure, what's up?
1: I spoke to you last week about starting a campaign against grip loan companies. Remember?
4: Yeah. How do you want to begin?
1: Well, I have a list of more or less questionable companies. I suggest you assign a couple of men to go to those places and try to get small loans. How will that prove anything, Reed? Well, all of them will want to know your business connection. Those that are not on the level will probably refuse the loan when they find out you're from a newspaper. That'll be just the beginning of the weeding out process. what what Axford the Lowry on it, Chief. The trouble is, Reed, that people who are gypped are always afraid to put up a squad. I realize that, expert. In our editorials, we'll stress the importance of any victim of a loan charge going to the police. With a few witnesses, it'll be easy to move against them. You can start out the morning, Axford. If I get to borrow any dough, what do I do with it? (laughs) You won't get that far. If any of them tell you they'll make a loan, you can tell them you'll be back. Then call back and say you've changed your mind. Sure. All they are interested in are the ones that refuse to consider making a loan to a newspaper man. (laughs) So try to act like you really are a reporter. (laughs) In all the years you've been here, you still don't act like like you're a city... Gunning, let me know what the boys find out. Meantime, I'll write another toil. If we can open up a way to get out those crooked loan sharks, we'll really be doing a public service. Oh, well, good morning. Do you wish to make a payment, or did you come to arrange a loan? I wanted to see about getting a small loan. Oh, very well. Uh, just step into that small office over there and make yourself comfortable. Mr. Sedgwick is busy with another client, but he'll soon be finished. Okay, thanks. Mm. Laid out just like the others. Here's the contract you signed, Mr. Stacey. You just read it over. I won't have a hang about that contract. I borrowed $100. You took out six dollars when you gave me the loan. Said so it was interest. Mm-hmm. And since then I've made $4, 26 twenty-six dollar payments. Now you'd say I owe one more payment. The interest is six percent. Figured by the month, Mr. Stacey. You see, you still I'd more it. than we paid that loan. I'd not pay another cent here. Then forget it, Mr. Stacey. Of course it's unusual, but in your case, we'll just consider your loan as paid in full as of now. Yeah. But I'm right it's paid in full. No, I think this is a chip company. One of those new rackets I heard about. Hold oh, on, Mr. I'm going straight to here The police have report this place as a racket. Just oh, a minute. If you no oh, excuses to the police. So long, crook. Huh. I ain't waiting here any longer. For oh, just a minute. Mr. Sedgwick can see you now. No, thanks. I changed my mind. So long. Huh. That's a funny one. Get your money for me. I have a job for them to do. Okay, boss, right away. Here comes Axford
4: now, Chief. Oh,
1: Axford, how did you make out this morning? Any luck? Reed, I think I got something. That I have. <laughs> How many places have you been to? Uh, three so far. Lowry covered six of those places this morning. So far. I didn't go busting in and out just to say I went into a lot of loan companies, Gunnigan. When I take on an assignment, I do a tour. In case you'd like to know. Lowry didn't have much luck. That is, the places he visited seemed to be on the up and up. What is it to turn up, expert? Well, Reed, two of them places took me name and all that sort of thing, and then said they'd let me know if I could have a loan after they checked the information I gave them. That's the proper procedure, all right. Sure. But in the last place I went, the Instant Loan Company, I went into a little booth like place to wait. While I was in there, I heard a guy named Stacy talking to the manager, Mr. Sedgwick, about his payments. That's going to make a fine headline. Reporter, his man, talk about loan payments. That's inside story of life of a guy named Stacy. Um, They're now gunning for two pins. I tell you. What was it you overheard that you think is important? Uh, that chap, uh, Stacy, that is, was sore as a boy. Said he borrowed $100. He took out six bucks when he got the doll. That was for interest, they said. What's wrong about that? Wait a minute, will you? Then Stacy said he'd paid back four payments of $26 each, and they still wanted one more
3: payment.
1: He said he wasn't going to pay it and was going to report the deal to the cops. The manager told him to forget the $26, but he said he'd go to the cops anyway, and slammed on out, mad at a the hatter. Then what? I got up and left. I went down to cops' headquarters, but they didn't get a complaint from Stacy. Neither did the DA's office. Guess he got cold feet. Well, that's the trouble. People don't realize that in a case like that, they should report it. If we could get in touch with that man, Stacy, maybe we could get him us. give us City ask. Oh, it's you, Larry. What's up? What's that? When? Who was it? Okay, get all the details and call him in. Goodbye. Uh, what's happened, Durdigham? Oh, Larry says a guy by the name of Jim Stacy, but... Holy mackerel! Stacy was the name of the man you told us about, Axford. What happened to him? He was found shot to death out on River Road a short time ago. We'll continue our green adventure in just a moment.
0: If you're one of the many travelers listening on your car radio and you expect to arrive in Dallas tonight, we have a special place at a special rate. The special place is the Dallas Marriott 2101 Stimmons Freeway. The special rate is $15 for a KRLD room for the night. The Dallas Marriott has two Texas-sized swimming pools four restaurants, and 500 rooms. And one of those 500 rooms could be yours for the night for just $15. Now this special rate is being offered only when the Marriott still has vacancies this late at night. And you must mention you heard the offer on KRLD. Then as long as the vacancies last, you'll be placed in the best room available. It could be a poolside suite, reserved by someone who failed the show. Or it might be a single room on the second level. But regardless, you can be certain it'll be a bargain at our special one night rate of only $15. Just look for the Dallas Marriott 2101 Stemmons opposite the Dallas Market Center on Interstate 35. Now, back to the Green Hornet. After
1: hearing of Stacy's murder, Axford went to police headquarters. Later that afternoon, he returned to the Sentinel building and entered Britt Reed's office. Hi, Reed. Hi, Casey. I'm waiting for you, Axford. Shall I start on these letters while you talk to Axford, Mr. Reed? Oh, you can wait a few minutes, Miss Case Any news, Axford? Reed, they told Sarge about what I heard at that loan place this morning. Did they find out whether the murdered man was the same Stacy whom you heard talking? Sure, it was him all right. Sarge sent a man to the loan company to check. The manager admitted Stacy, Jim Stacy, had been there this morning. That doesn't implicate him in the murder in any way. He's safe in admitting that.
3: Remember what Axford told you? I should think the police would question that loan company
1: manager about the argument Stacy had with him. They did question him about that. But what do you think, Reed? Well? That sparkling of a manager told him that he and Stacy didn't have an argument at all. And he said Stacy's loan had been fully paid up and showed the paper to prove it. Well, then maybe you just thought you heard an argument. Is that so now? When I say I heard the margin is the truth. And anyone I who tells the right. There's no doubt that the loan manager lied. Sure he did. And to my way of thinking, that shows he's got something to hide. Maybe murder. You can't accuse a man of murder without proof. That's right, Miss Case. But whether he had any connection with the murder of Stacy or not, the fact that he lied does prove he's got something to cover up in connection with his loan business. Sure, but without complaining, witnesses, the cops can't just walk in and tell him he's running a jib joint. Yeah, I know. Well, perhaps something will turn up that will tip their hands sooner or later. We'll just have to hope.
4: Well, I'm going back
1: to headquarters. If I get anything new on the murder, I'll phone in. So long. That evening, Brick Reed left his office and went to his apartment where Cato, his faithful Filipino valet, and the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet, was waiting. You hear a on mine, perhaps, Mr. Brick? Yes, Cato. That Stacy murder that's just been headlined in the papers. Axford's feels sure the outcome of an argument Stacy had with the manager of the Instant Loan Company. Well, he not tell police of suspicions? He did, and they investigated, but found nothing in the way of proof. In fact, they only have Axford's word for it that Stacy had an argument at the loan office about his payments and then threatened to go to the police. What do you think? I believe Axford, Cato. I'd like to have a look at the loan contracts they closed out yesterday and today at that loan place. The loan company closed for the night now? I know. It's good time for Green Hornet, perhaps, to have a look into office. Right. And that's exactly what the Green Hornet's going to do. With your help. Come on. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of a closet in his bedroom, Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment itself. This passage led to an adjoining building which fronted on a dark side street. Though supposedly abandoned, this building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered black beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Rick Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming black beauty sped into the darkness. We're right in back of instant loan office. With well, this a good dark place to leave back duty. Yes, and we won't be long. Let's go. It would be difficult to get into that place. No, they have the ground floor. And their place runs through to the back here. We can get in the back way. Moving quickly and silently to the back door, the sinister figure of the Green Hornet and his faithful assistant soon effected an in entrance into the Instant Loan Company offices by using a special skeleton key. Stay close behind me. A few seconds later, Britt and Cato stopped the search through files and desk drawers. The search was thorough, but still Britt seemed unsatisfied. But finally, as he searched the manager's desk, his voice held a note of satisfaction as he called in a low tone to Cato. Cato, I think I found what we have been looking for. Oh, well, that's good. Where do you find them? Here. In the basket on Search Whisk says. See? This folder is labeled closed-out contracts. Oh. Here's a contract in the name of Jim Stacy, marked paid in full and dated today. Here's another. Let's see. This is in the name of Miss Alice Wellston. There. I wonder. What do you think of? This contract's marked paid in full, car impounded and sold for non-payment. And it's dated yesterday. Well, what that mean to you, Cato? Axford saw two men drive off with a car that belonged to a girl who seemed very upset. Also, Axford said he was sure they had threatened her with a gun. That was yesterday afternoon. According to this contract, her payment was due yesterday. Well, that not good. No, it's illegal for them to pick up a car on the due date, and without a court order. We're going to call on Miss Alice Wellston and a couple of these others whose contracts are here. Maybe we can force them to go to the police and give evidence against this chip company. Come on. Yeah. What can I do? Oh. I came here to talk to you. I'll come in.
3: No. No, I why have you come here? You You're the Green Hornet.
1: Right. And I came because I heard you were shooting your mouth off about your deal with our loan company. Oh.
3: So, you're in with the instant loan company, too.
1: What do you think?
3: Why don't you let me alone? I told Mr. Sedgwick I'd pay my next payment within three days, yet they took my card. Now you come here.
1: I came just to warn you. If you don't keep your mouth shut, you'll get what Stacy got.
3: Stacy. He's the man who was, was murdered. Then that loan company was responsible. Just for remember
1: his... what I say. Keep your mouth shut. If you don't, you'll end up like Stacy.
0: Hold oh. on. Oh,
3: this is terrible. i will on the police right now. <laughs>
1: Later, Mr. Sedgwick, sitting at his desk in his study at home, was startled to find he had an unexpected visitor. What the? How did you get in here? Open windows are always an invitation to me, Sedgwick. What do you want, Hornet? I came to make a little proposition. Such as? I happen to know one of your clients, a Miss Wellston, has decided to go to the police about her dealings with your loan company. Twice, well, uh, I'd be willing to see to it that she, uh, disappears. I can handle my own affairs without your help, Hornet. My lawyers will take care of any complaints that may arise against my company. Quite a front you put on, Sedgwick. Moreover, I don't deal in murder, so you're barking up the wrong tree. Get out. You'll be sorry, Sedgwick. But since you're not in the mood, I'll leave. Now it's his move. We'll wait and see if he makes it. Better open the door a bit. Hello, Joe. Listen is Koser. Get Lenny and go to that Wilson girl's place. Yes, that's right. She's been talking. you know what to do. Yes, go right away. Goodbye. Uh, that's what I wanted to hear. Now will join Cato. <laughs> What do you think happened, Mr. Britt? We'll park in the shadows near Miss Wilson's place and watch. I know she phoned the police, so by now they've sent a couple of men out there. Sedgwick's men will go there, and we'll be nearby to see that they don't get away. What do you hope will happen? The men he's sending to Miss Wilson's must be the same ones that killed Stacy. If the police get them, they'll grill them after what I said to Miss Wellston. One of those men will be bound to break down. Step on it, kid. Miss Wellston, when you phoned headquarters
4: a while ago, you said the Hornet had been here. Is that right?
3: Yes, Sergeant Burke, he was. Suffering snakes. Maybe he'll come back. He said if I talked to the police, they'd give me the same thing they gave Stacy.
1: Holy smoke. Then he was in on the killing. That he was, Sarge. I bet on
3: it. He mentioned the instant loan company. I've already told you about that.
1: Sure. And a dirty deal it was, too. With you as a witness... What's the matter, Cassidy? What are you waving for? Quiet, Sarge. Two men just come up on the porch. I can see them out this window. Holy oh. claw. Must be the honoured coming back. Quick. We'll hide behind that screen in the corner. You let them in, Miss Walston, We'll grab them. Come on, Axford. Now, Axford, you and Cassidy don't make a move. Could I tell you? If they get suspicious, they won't come into the hall, and we'll lose them. Good thing we left the squad car on the south too. Quiet now. What? What do you want? got a few things to talk over with you, lady. I. guess you'd better
4: come inside. yeah. What you want me to Tell it out me. Will you tell her, Joe? Yeah. Listen, lady, we understand we you, you know if you your mouth after we told you not yet.
3: But why should you think that? After all, when you pointed that gun at me and took my car, I was too frightened to tell anyone.
4: She's lying, Joe. arthur has got ways of finding out things. Sure, she's lying. Listen, sister, we ain't taking any chance, to see. You're coming along with us. You,
3: you wouldn't do what... What was done to that,
1: Mr.
4: Stacy? would you? Hey, why do you mention that guy? <laughs> What's the difference, Larry? What's the matter? <laughs> <difference>? Shoot! <laughs> hey, what is behind that screen? After him, quick! Okay. Okay. Hey, your damn witch, just when they were about to spill the beans. Oh, they cross, I had a sneeze. Yeah, so they're getting away. Here they go, down the walk. Shoot, Sarge. Stop! Stop, I say! Hey. They're getting away!
1: Squad car coming out of the side street, right in front of the killers.
4: They smack right into the squad car. We got him now. Come out of that car with your hands up, both of you. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. do hurt. You'll be hurt, too, if you try anything funny. Grab him, Cassidy. I got him. We'll take them both to headquarters. A little drilling will tell us all we want to know. That guy will hang for Stacy's murder. That
1: he will. No, no, I didn't do it. I'll tell you everything, but I didn't do it. Take him away, Cassidy. Keep the squad car around. Don't look like it's much damaged. And we'll bring the other one. All right. Get I'm all telling you, off, sir, I had Yes, Hodge. Who was driving that squad car? We were the only ones who came here, in it. Great day. I didn't think about that. Listen, that's the Green Hornet making the getaway.
4: Say, he must have been the one who drove that squad car in front of the killer's car. You mean to
0: say
1: he's... What been... I
4: mean is that the Hornet was probably making off with that squad car so as we couldn't follow his pals. But he didn't reckon on them smashing right into him. Holy cow. That must have been it.
1: And it was because of him we caught the other two. <laughs> Sarge, I'll bet his face will be red this night. That it will. <laughs> Why
3: we read hears about that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: KRLD, you're reliving the exciting days of early radio. Tonight's broadcast of The Green Hornet will continue following this brief pause. You know, there's a man right in your neighborhood who can probably offer you the best car insurance value in the state of Texas your nearby state farm agent. Besides providing you with the best in service and protection, he may be able to save you some money. For most Texas drivers, State Farm has rates that are 15% less than rates set by the State Board of Insurance. So it's easy to see why more Texans insure their cars with State Farm Mutual than with any other company. They're getting the same low rates, solid protection, and personalized service that have made State Farm not only the largest car insurance company in Texas, but the largest in the world. So don't pay more than you have to for car insurance. Get in touch with your nearby State Farm agent. Look him up in the yellow pages and give him a call soon.
1: These popular radio dramas, created by George W. Trendle, are a copyrighted feature of The Green Hornet, Incorporated. All characters, names, places, and incidents used are fictitious.
0: And that's tonight's PRLT presentation of The Green Hornet. Be listening again one week from tonight at the same time for the next thrilling chapter in the life of Britt Reed and his constant companion Cato on The Green Hornet. Tomorrow night, KRLD invites you to relive again the days of yesteryear when the Lone Ranger rides again. That's tomorrow night at the same time on KRLD. If you're one of the many travelers listening on your car radio and you expect to arrive in Dallas tonight, we have a special place at a special rate. The special place is the Dallas Marriott 2101 Stimmons Freeway. The special rate is $15 for a KRLD room for the night. The Dallas Marriott has two Texas-sized swimming pools. Four restaurants, and 500 rooms. And one of those 500 rooms could be yours for the night for just $15. Now this special rate is being offered only when the Marriott still has vacancies this late at night. And you must mention you heard the offer on KRLD. Then as long as the vacancies last, you'll be placed in the best room available. It could be a poolside suite reserved by someone who failed the show. Or it might be a single room on the second level. But regardless, you can be certain it'll be a bargain at our special one-night rate of only $15. Just look for the Dallas Marriott 2101 Stemmons, opposite the Dallas Market Center on Interstate 35.
4: The News Authority. KRLV. Dallas.